Good evening, Kai. I started talking before you, just to flip things on the head. How are you doing? Well, you know I'm going to delete all that so that I talk first, Pablo. <laughs> Welcome to episode 61 of the Promoter Mouth podcast, and uh, it's a Tuesday. What's all that about? So late. It's Tuesday because it's Valentine's this week. And we've got a romantic evening out together tomorrow. Thank you, Pablo. What you mean? I'm looking forward to the surprise. All right, okay. (laughs) Yes, a a wonderful, uh, romantic, candlelit table for two. Me, you, Mohammed. Oh, it's a dream, isn't it? Have you been for a covey for Valentine's before? I have once upon a time, not for many, many years. I think the last time I went for for a curry was to the Masala Garden. Oh, yeah. Speaking of the Masala Garden, right? Yeah. I've been driving past there for about, oh, well, I drive past there most days to go to Great Yarmouth. And for months, he's got this big sign outside, like a big kind of A1 metal sign, you know, the big flappy signs that you get outside restaurants. Yeah, yeah. I was going to talk about this later, but you've just prompted me to say no I, I was thinking to say it and then I thought oh no nobody wants to hear this but standards it blew over about three months ago right yeah. and it's on its side looking like some sort of scrapyard yeah? yeah yeah the boss must drive past it every day through the car park to park his car all the staff go in and yeah. yet they've left it there for months just lying on its side that's shit, isn't it? That's that's no way to run a business. I'm trying to calibrate how how um, bothered I should be about this. Well, I just think, from somebody who used to run restaurants way back, that winds me right up, that anybody could just think that's acceptable, just to leave it there. It's right on its side. Those young men he has working for him are extremely well turned out, though. Yes, but they've got very soft hands, I'd imagine, and they're not going to go and pick up a big metal sign, are they? No, that's, that's not why they're there, is it? I mean, I imagine he's got soft hands. Or maybe, as well. the, maybe they're all just too scared to bend over to pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I've been looking for a car. Yeah. And here you go. I did something yesterday. Yeah. I've never done before when trying to purchase a second-hand motor. Yeah. I went to see one. Very, very nice-looking car. It was not a bad price either. So I had a drive in it, and I was genuinely interested in buying it. But I did something I've never done before. During the show round of the car, beautiful yeah. car, I saw the logbook. He showed me the logbook. Oh, yeah. One previous owner, very nice. Yeah. Uh, female owner. Mm-hmm. And so I took a mental note of her name. Oh, right. <laughs> and then when I got home, I Facebooked her name. Yeah. Nothing came up, really, from Norwich, because yeah. it had her address on it as well. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, then I went round her house. No, I didn't. And then I, then I just Googled her name and Norwich, yeah. and up popped this woman yeah. uh, who works for a law firm. Oh, right. And so I messaged her, quite rightly, through her official sort of email address, rather well, than weird. What did he say, you weirdo? I asked her what was wrong with the car. Right. I said, um, have you recently sold a red Mazda? It was just a random... Sp- Stab in the dark. I said, it's a long shot, but have you recently sold a red Mazda? And she said, yes, I have. Because yeah. I also said, because I'm thinking to buy it, but just wondering, is there anything, you know, um, significantly wrong with it? Turns out she sold it through auction. Yeah. Because Mazda said it had like 
um, fuel injector problems and possibly a camshaft issue. Uh, you're walking into about two grand's worth of fucking exactly. issues. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. she said they sold it for £1,500. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So then I sort of messaged the guy back and said, look, I've got a mate at the auction house and he recognised this car and told me what that this is wrong and that's wrong with it. I said, so I, I won't be interested. Uh, but then I said, well, unless you drop the price significantly. And then I went and asked my mechanic and he said something similar to what you did, a couple yeah. of grand. So yeah. I... I thought, no, I'm not going to take a punt on that, even to fix it up. Mm. But I've never done it before, but I highly recommend it. Find out who I last had yeah. it and see what was wrong with it. Well, It's not as weird as it sounds. She was very yeah, nice yeah. about it. Yeah, She could have said, fuck off. But she was very nice and, and gave me the lowdown on it. Uh, no, I think, that, I think that's very, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Kai? Carlumbo. Funnily enough, Kai, that wasn't the word I was looking for. <laughs> no, ingenious. It, yeah, ingenious. I highly recommend it. Weird. Hey, enough car car talk. The That's pro, my week. We are the pro motor mouths. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Can you do a Jeremy Clarkson impression? Uh, no. Hello, I'm a wanker. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's not what he said. That was Kai, listener. The, um, um, and I'll be little Richard Hammond. Yeah. With me, with me brain damage. Yeah, he's got brain damage, hasn't he? I think so. And the yeah. other one, the other one who just is a little bit boring. And well, a little bit boring. I think everyone else is stupid. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> but we'll all have a pint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll call it. So what have you been up to, mate? Well, I've been forgetting uh, what I did this week. Okay. Yeah, um, I, I, I thought I'd make a note of what I did between this pod and the last pod, and I couldn't remember. Because that fuck all's happened. It was only about three days ago. No, it wasn't. It's nearly a week. But that made me think... Did you see that bit in the newspaper about um, about dementia? And if if you take Viagra, you've got an eighteen percent chance, an eighteen percent less chance of getting dementia if you take Viagra. Oh, yeah. is that right? That's what yeah, that's, that's what a new study says. I didn't says. know that. Yeah, yeah. But you've also got an eighty-four percent chance of trapping your knob in a door. No, no. If you're careless. Why would he do that? Because you've got a massive boner all the time. No. Is that no. how it works? No. I've never tried it, have you? No. Never? No, I'm not, I've got... Uh, I know they're little blue pills. Got, like a baby's forearm. I mean, it's not... Um, <laughs> what? Um, like, 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 it's probably a bit bigger than that, actually. Like a five-year-old's forearm. No, why, would, why, would you, why would you use a five-year-old? Because it's got a bigger forearm, isn't it? Yeah, but you're talking about your cock, mate. Come on. It's yeah, in, yeah. inappropriate at best. Yeah. Like a python, like a boa constrictor, mm. like a third of a boa constrictor. There you go. That's, not, that's a bit gory, isn't it? No, I think I've heard somebody else call it a baby's forearm. Show me. Let me have a look. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. It's like a baby's forearm, Pablo. Oh, I see what you did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not playing today, are you? Yeah. You can put it away now. Yeah, all right, just give me a minute. <laughs> Take as long as you like. Anyway, it made me think, right, so if blue pills um, make your memory better, then how do they know it's the blue pills? Because if you're an old guy that's taking blue pills, what you're also doing is having sex, right? Not necessarily. Yeah, you are. You Why so? would you be taking the blue pills? You'll be taking blue pills to get an erection, unless you do want to get it trapped in a bloody door. 
You'd be taking the pills to get an erection so you can have sex, right? So maybe it's the having the sex that makes your memory sharp. It could be. Yeah, so to stay alive, we're going to make sure you're getting plenty of beans. Is that because, because you're plugged into a genius? <laughs> hey? Because you're plugged into a genius. That's why your memory gets sharper when you're having sex. I'm suggesting women are geniuses, Pablo. You don't seem to be going along with that either. No, I don't get the joke. Okay. Plugged in yeah. to a genius. Makes uh, you sharper. The head. Yeah. Wow, you're, you're staring at me like I'm on, I'm on my own. <laughs> so you sit right. over in the corner, Pablo, and I'll just speak out loud, and yeah. you just look at me that's like, right. like I'm, I'm some really. kind of fool. Um, I thought that was rather funny. Why? Yeah. Why, 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 why plug? Why would you plug yourself into a genius? But that's Do what, I need to explain this? That's what threw me. Why, why would you plug? Plugging yourself in. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, well, then why are you asking? It's a funny way to describe it. Well, uh, I even it, just demonstrated it, plugging in. Plugging in. I've never put a plug in a socket. I've never heard the action being called that before. Do you plug in a USB? Confuse me. Do you plug in your USB? I immediately thought of going to the Apple store. Oh, why? Because they call themselves geniuses, don't they? The dicks there that look after your phones. Okay. Well, that's that's your mind just in a different zone right now, Pablo. I think you've been working too hard. I think so. It is late. You know when you plug in a USB? Plug it in, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I've never referred to the act of a... Um, no, no, I think you've never referred to a woman as a genius. That's what's thrown you. Uh, no, I probably have, at some point. <laughs> you cooked all that in a fucking ninja. Genius. Genius. <laughs> <laughs> Hellfire and damnation. In this section, we outline a scenario where we think someone or something should be thrown into the pits of hell. Yeah, something should be thrown into the pits of hell, shouldn't they? You've not put anything in unless you've uh, unless you got well, unless no, you're I, hiding something. No, I I saw you, you've had a good week, haven't you? I've had a, well, I've had a good few days. It's been yeah, all right, yeah, actually. So, so you're not bitter this week, like like what you're normally uh, like. Are you not just not bitter this well, week? Well, no, I saw you put something in. I was also mindful of the fact that we don't want to be here till half past ten. Uh, there was well, a little bit of that. Okay. A little bit of that. Uh-huh. And this looks like absolute dynamite for the Hellfire and Damnation, Pablo. I thought, what more do I need? You've put photographs of vases or vases. Vases. Vase? Vase? Yeah, I'm a vase. Vases. Candlesticks. Glasses. Tablecloths. Uh, optics. I'm talking about, of course, photographs on uh, websites for hotels that have absolutely no fucking bearing on what you need when you go to a hotel. So, like, you, you want to see what the hotel's like, right? So you you, you click on the click on the hotel, mm. you get a nice picture of a conference room, and you go, okay, I don't really need, don't need, need a conference that, room. Don't need that, but it looks it, nice. Yeah, you, you'll see the grounds, you'll see the gym, you'll see where you have breakfast, you'll, like, you'll see the bar, and then... Just a random picture of, like, I don't know, a really clo- arty close-up of a fucking egg cup or something. Yeah, a pile of napkins. Yeah. Like, with yeah. embroidered... It's like, why the, why the fuck are you showing me this? Can I just say, yeah. what hotels are you going to with grounds and vases? <laughs> My God, I get... Well, I'm, you get I'm not necessarily going to them. I'm scrolling through to see what kind of... To see if they've got a bath with legs. Yeah, yeah. My... <laughs> The hotels I look at, they've, they've got a, they've got a car park, 
Yeah. Maybe, you know, an electric uh, substation, things like that. And you're like, okay, yeah, at least yeah. it's got that. 24-hour access. 24, yeah. Um, you, you can hive it for an hour at a time. An hour at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's got a vending machine with cans of lager in, if it's got one of them. They don't really do that. I've not seen that. Yeah, I've seen one of those. Yeah, yeah. In this country. Mm. Have, you, have you seen that restaurant Five Guys? They sell beer, like that burger restaurant. I mean, what more do you need? Well, I don't know. Well, you... Burgers and beer. And you always go for the beer, rather than the, beer rather than the milkshake or something, don't you? If, if you're available. I tell you what, getting a McDonald's when you're abroad, it's exciting, isn't it? I, I know you're supposed to be eating a local culture, but if, you, if you're if you abroad and they do something slightly different. I went to one in Florida once and they did, for, for breakfast, in their breakfast menu, menu a steak sandwich. Okay. Oh, man, and it was fucking gorgeous. Well, if you go to Japan especially, they have specials every few months. Yeah. And it'd be like a slice of salmon, things mm. like that. Like, in, like Yeah, but we were talking a proper, lovely, yeah. juicy salmon yeah. thing. Um, they have some special. They had a black bun as well. A what? Black. It was a black bun. Oh, okay. And it, I think it had squid ink in it oh, God. or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, I don't know about that. Well, they, they do all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yes, you're right. And usually, this is the I think this is the only country where McDonald's doesn't look like the picture. We're an embarrassment in this country for things like that. Franchises are shit, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, I agree. But anyway, anyway yeah, do, do, you, do you think photographs of vases and the likes should go into uh, the pits of hell? Have you come across this phenomenon? I've seen Wait. it. Yeah, yeah. I used it's to, frustrating. Well, I used to work in some nice hotels, and I kind of um, I appreciate why they put it on. It's like Ooh. it's annoying because you you, you you want to book a hotel like I do. I'm working away on Thursday. I was scrolling through on hotels dot com, and I'm getting all of these. I just want to see. If the rooms are all right. You want to see a comfy bed. Yeah, I want to see if the room's not shitty. That's what I want to see. Yeah. I don't want to well, see... Well, they're not going to show a picture of a shitty room, are oh, they? Oh, no, I don't know. I've seen a few. Oh, have you? Yeah. Yeah, I have, yeah. Isn't Premier Inn? They've got nice beds. Yeah, they have, yeah. That's all you go for, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I booked the Premier Inn in Hamburg for the marathon. There are some hotels you go in, like the travel lodges and things, and it's... You do feel like you're sleeping in someone else's bed, you know. I stayed in a travel lodge nice just off the A47 in Peterborough, and uh, felt like I was slung in, into a police cell. It was awful. Okay. Same, same colour scheme, mm. and you know, even in the room, the tiles were turned up. Like obviously, somebody makes a mess, so they have to just bloody hose the room down. It's not nice. If you book the family rooms. You get a lot more space. Oh, if you say you're disabled as well. If you say you're disabled, you can yep. get two double beds. Do they look at you and go, you don't look disabled? I go along <laughs> with my kids and I sort of eye towards my kids going like that. Yeah, like, yeah. Nudge them in the back and say, go on. Yeah. Like, pretend you've Just got something wrong with you. Drag them through the foyer. Yeah. Got something wrong with his legs. <laughs> can we get some sack trucks get them up to the room I did I did try and encourage my son once we we, he's a, we bought a Playstation I forget which version it was years ago and we had to take it back and I thought I just had a feeling there might be an issue so I said to, I said to my son I said can you pretend to have learning difficulties for the sake of this transaction but he, he wouldn't do it he wasn't up for it I don't. I don't think I want to do that, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. fair enough, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I think I was only just testing him to see if he would. <laughs> anyway, vases, pictures of vases. I'm putting them in. I'm having it. Yeah, well, yeah, just the pictures of the vases. And, and well, all the other things I mentioned as well. But isn't that pretty, um, though? That they've given a little bit of care. No, I have to I have to look it and scroll past. I don't care. I don't care if they show... It's a close-up. You can't see everything else around it's blurred. No. Uh, right? So it's just a close-up of a vase. Hmm. That's not helping. And a team of people in some of these bigger oh. hotels have sat around choosing the right pictures yeah, to, yeah. to present. Or a close-up of a pen on a pad of paper. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you get that. Fuck off. I don't want to, I don't want to need that. Look, it's a pet hate of mine, and this section is called Hellfire and Damnation. Yeah. And it's getting in. You've put Bad Boys Done Good Pod. Yeah, I come across the Bad Boys Done Good Pod. But I've, I've seen a couple, and uh, I just think it's worth looking at. So it is, yeah. And they uh, they they play these ex gangsters, don't they? Join Ray Winston and Tony Soprano, Tom Ward, yeah. and Joe Jacobs. I've never met them actually. I've only ever seen them on this. So although I recognise one of them from clips I've seen. Yeah, I've met so. Tom before. Very very tall. But I'm yeah. not that tall, so everyone's tall to me. You were just looking up. I was. Yeah, did, did. but he's brilliant. Yeah. You've put Graceland and other classic albums in Praise Be. Yeah, I've put a bit in brackets, not for you to read. Well, I've read it now. Yeah, you've read it. You've put Graceland. And other classic albums. Well, why is that different to me not reading out? Yeah, I'm going to say it. Okay. <laughs> God, you're in a you, funny mood you, today, you, Pablo. You don't read the bit in brackets, that's well, how real. I just that's read how, it. That's how real. Okay. Well, that's fine. <laughs> We've got right. rules. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you what this is, right? Because I've been doing a lot of running. I've been forcing myself to listen uh, through whole, complete albums. Mm. So I'm thinking, what classic albums have I not listened to in ages or completely passed me by? And and listening to an album, you know, it's, it's, it's a long-lost pleasure, really, because we, we, we mix it up, don't we, now? We, we just put on things and shuffle and all of that. Mm. So I've been listening to a couple. I mean, just this week I've been listening to Graceland by Paul Simon. Have you heard that? Yes. Yeah. Classic. Uh, yeah. And Making Movies by Dire Straits. Proper dad rock. Oh, no. No, not one Not one on my list. Yeah. Well, no, Making Movies was... Uh, they were cool before or, but before that album that broke all the CD sales that came out at the same time as CD. You know, Brothers in Arms, right? So that came out when the uh, CDs came out and everybody had a copy. But before that, they were still a bit cool. And that album, Making Movies... Okay. Top album. All right. Really good. Good but, recommendation there. Yeah, yeah, it is. So what? what is your go-to classic album? What, classic? That's a good question. What have I got? Um, Amy Winehouse. Oh, yeah, Back to Black. Yeah. Yeah. Is that um, what the album's called? Uh, it is. Yeah. Back to Black. And what's the other one that she made? The, anyway. be- the Best of Amy Winehouse? No, no. If you're getting to The Best of, then you missed it first time round. Didn't yeah, you? Yeah. Although it is quite nice to sort of skip some of the tracks that you aren't that keen on, if you do get a best of. If you force yourself, well, this is the thing with albums, right? You force yourself to listen to the uh, whole album. You, you get it created in the order it was intended. Classics. Well, that's a good one, mate. 
because I've got stuff from like the nineties onwards. You can have a classic album in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if it was, if it, but is it a classic though? Like the Violent Femmes I've mentioned before. If there's ever, ever one that I listen to all the time, but it's not a classic that everyone I, listens to. Yeah, it's not going to be in your sort of top hundred albums. Definitely, is it? maybe's on there. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, you can have that if you want. That's on there. Um, and so is the Stone Roses. But I think I've over listened to that in my life. I, I'll never put that on. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll listen to the songs on shuffle. Maybe I'll go back to it. I mean, I, I, I over listened to Graceland in the 80s. Well, I thought, I'm going to have a listen. And I knew every word. Well, it's on MP3 now, isn't it? You can't really take them out of their sleeve and look at the notes and things no, anymore. No, you, you can't. But you can still listen to them in the order that they were intended to be played. What was the first record single? Did you ever buy single? Yeah. What was the first one you ever bought that you remember? I do remember this. And it was a bit of an odd one. Um, it was Lucky Number by Lena Lovitch. Wow. The lucky number's one. Oh, oh, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. It was a bit of a shit record. And it wasn't that I had a real hankering to buy it. It was in the uh, it was in the 60 pence, like, we were about to throw it away, pal, and I only had about 70 pence. So I was flicking through them, and I thought, I do know that album. I'd, sorry, that single. And I think it's all right, so I get it. I must have been about nine. Mine, I got bought for Christmas yeah. one year, was... Stop the Cavalry by Jonah Louie. Ah, that's a nice little tune, that. Yeah, hang on. You've got it framed? There it is. That's <laughs> the that's the, the, that's right. the single there. So to Looking the a bit rough, isn't it? We're talking about records, right? And then Kai just reached behind him, behind a curtain, pulled out a framed a framed single of uh, Jonah Louie's Stop the Cavalry that he's framed. Why have you framed this? Because it's the first record that was ever bought for me or I ever owned... And it was just sitting in drawers and getting roughed up. And I thought, that's special enough to stick in a little frame and, and protect it. And put it behind a curtain. Well, it was on the wall. And then it's been out randomly when we're talking about records. Yeah. That is... It's quite cool, isn't it? Yeah, it's quite cool. It's, it, I mean, and I also had, I also had um, not long after that, Flash. Uh, Saviour of the Universe. Saved every one of us. Do, 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 dum, 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 I love dum, you, Flash, dum, but we've only got 15 minutes to save the world. The uh, the fat, fat guy with a big voice was on it, wasn't Brian it? Brian Blessed. Yeah. Yeah. Gordon's alive! <laughs> <laughs> We're going to pop away for a moment and do a little bit of a Patreon number. Um, we'll keep it fairly brief, but don't go anywhere, folks. Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at Patreon.com slash PromoterMouths. So that was the Patreon we just did there, where we talked about very little. Oh, we talked about my me nearly dying. Uh, we established that ginger people can't swim. Uh, we also established that nobody misses Spangles. Uh, not a lot of people eat Turkish delights. And my voluntary work is, a, is an absolute blessing to society. Yeah, that might cut that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's now time for comedy rumours forward slash shit housery. Uh... We foot. Ah, promoters full of self-importance and misogyny. Stay in your lane. Your lane. Um, yeah, we're getting a few. Well, right, people right, don't right. come telling us 
with a view that it might go on the pod. But we we chat with people, and we're always sort of making a mental note. Fucking hell, that's a bit off. Yeah. We might chat about that because yeah, it, it happens. In the last month, I've had two different people telling me about two different promoters being rude to female staff for agencies. Yeah, but not the first time. Some of them. Yeah, yeah, and there's a, there's a name that's coming up a couple of times. Yeah, for, for one of them. I mean, what is it about? Because I would never dream of it. I'd like to think I treat people fairly equally. In particular, sort of, sometimes it's female agents. It seems to be female, and maybe speaking notably differently when they're dealing with their male counterparts. It's it's a bit. Of, by all accounts, there's a bit of a a do you know who I am kind of syndrome going down. There's a little bit of that. I think there's a little bit of that. It's a weird thing, isn't it? I mean, I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. It's a a funny industry, and there's no vetting. You don't have to. You don't have to have a qualification. You don't have to join an organisation. So there's no filtering of who can promote comedy or, or be in the comedy industry. But a bit of grit and tenacity, yeah, that's good. But don't be a dick. There's a few dicks around. I don't think, you know, I might have got it without realising maybe wrong in the past and I would like people to bring me up on it if I was being a dick because yeah. it would never be intentional. But if you're doing it repeatedly, maybe you're a dick. Yeah. Well, if you're hearing about people repeatedly, maybe they are a dick. I mean, we we had we sort of spoke last week in code about somebody we thought, you thought, might have been a bit of an asshole in a green room. Um, I knew that person, and uh, and I was defending him because it didn't sound like him. And there's often two sides to every story. But I'd like to say this week, because I don't know the people involved personally, I think it's probably true. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I rest my case. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> no, I understand. Yeah. But it, it isn't like we haven't kind of noticed as well. And we wouldn't put it past them, let's say. Yeah, exactly. You know, when you sort of see some of the bloody outbursts on social media, you're just like, aren't I fucking great? Hey, yeah. Pablo, oh, I've, just, I mean? I've just had a little flashback. We are now back to our old, classic, Bitchy selves. ambiguous selves. It's beautiful. Don't it's... say names. Just say it out and let it be, keep it cryptic. Should we make up some names? Because people need to hang their f- like when we're talking about people being shit houses, we we need we need a name. So let's say we were told that uh, Bertie Badluck, ah, you know, yeah. So Bert, Bertie Badluck often gets mentioned as being a bit rude to ladies, um, and and we don't know why. And it's yeah. usually it's usually when they don't get what what they want. It's proper toys out the pram shit. Do you know it? who I am? Yeah. There was, there was a guy, uh, was it Adam Rushton? I don't, I mean, he, he posted, the, we, we featured him before, and he, and he posts these things publicly. And I think he knows that somebody like us might pick up on it. I'm sure we do, because we have done before. But he posted something on a, a public post on Facebook to say that somebody had been a bit of a shit house to one of his female staff. Mm. Um, they, it, it was along the lines of um, they wanted the act to do it at a lower fee, even though with the journey there'd be about two hundred quid out of pocket by doing the journey. Yeah, uh, and the 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 said that said the said 
promoter said something along the lines of, well, it, you know, they, they, they should be grateful to be seen by us and they could return a favour and that and kind of thing. And also that they'd booked them in the past and that they sort of owed it to them, really, or that sort of sense. In this situation, though, there is a, is a case of somebody thinking that an act should make a loss, even though they've been told. And even though the act has told the agent what they're willing to go for. That's, that's how it read. Mm. And if that is true, just, I will say there's always two sides to every story. So it very, very often is the case. You're always very surprised that when you find out the other side of the story, you go, oh, see, it wasn't quite like that then. It can often, yeah. be, often, yeah. can often be the case. It can, can often it? be the case. Yeah, But on the face of the information shown, shithousery. Yes, and uh, the people involved... Uh, stay in your lane. Yeah, shit houses. You've put comedians turning shows into political rallies. Who? Um, yeah, that guy. You sent me a link. It, uh, he, um, what was his name? I read it on the BBC website. You sent me another. He apparently did a whole show, and then at the end. You got a Palestinian flag out and started getting all political. Oh, and then the, oh. And, 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 and there was an Israeli guy in the audience who wouldn't. He got everybody to stand up, and the Israeli guy, because he's you know from Israel, got hounded out of the place. Well, he didn't stand up, and the guy said to him, "Are you uh, are you um, are you enjoying this?" And he said, "Well, I wasn't until the last bit." And then he started hounding him out, saying, out, get out, and all of this. Yeah. It's a fucking comedy show. It's a comedy show. That's absolutely shithousery. Leave, leave the warmongering to the warmongering bastards. Yeah. If you're, if you're an Israeli, you, you might well feel tribal towards your tribe. It's just natural. That's what and there might have been a lot of people in that room who were in... Not indifferent, that's the wrong word, but don't necessarily like getting involved in that argument. No, I'd be one of them. And 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 he was just like, stand up, stand up, and you're thinking... What you've got to do, pick a side. Um, That's wrong. And I think it's wrong to force that on people, and especially at a comedy night, and and especially at the venue, which used to be a synagogue. Was that right? Yeah. Yeah. Soho Theatre bans comedian Paul Curry after Jewish audience members felt unsafe. So he's been banned now. Yeah, he's that guy there, the the hairy chap. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, he basically did his set and then turned it into a political rally at the end. But just in general, right, it's a bit of a pet hate of mine, that. Yeah, we we get that you've got a microphone and you've got an opportunity to sort of impart your opinion. I'm not... Just, Just don't. Just, just... Just yeah. crack it out with the funnies. It's a really tough one because I know I have Jewish friends and I have friends who actually support the Palestinian, Jewish people who also support Palestine. And I don't pick sides there. Um, by staying out of it, are you effectively not supporting one side um, and therefore you don't deserve their friendships, which is what's been happening online a lot? When there's a discussion en masse about something which is sensitive, nuance gets lost. So, for example, right, when you're talking about this conflict, um, people talk about uh, Israel, and then they talk about the Israeli people, and they're two different things, uh, the state, the people, the government, three different entities. And then over in Palestine, you've got the Palestinians, you've got Hamas, and the different entities entities and within that you get different entities. So so everybody bands it around like it's a simple simple thing. It's not, is it? But you show it, pictures of 
screaming injured children and worse. And of course, you're going to be outraged by that. Yeah. But uh, who wouldn't be? Yeah, exactly. Um, of course, but it doesn't mean I have to pick a side and say that's right or wrong. It's it's horrific. All war is bad, and that's my line. You know, yeah. I, I think if you're going to be smart, you're going to say, yeah, war war is wrong. Killing people is bad, and. And do you understand exactly what's going on? No, it's quite complicated. So everybody should say who've got who's got half a brain. Yeah, not just look at a picture and then say right, okay, I'm picking that side because there's a lot yeah, of there's yeah. a lot of stuff going on which I would never dream of getting into simply because I'm not qualified or clever enough or or knowledgeable enough. I guess if you're Mark Thomas and you, you're um, you're you've you've created a following that sort of expect that from you. That's one thing. Mm. But if you turn up at a club gig, don't start lecturing people on how they should behave. On Is that what matters. happened on this occasion, or was it his solo show? Oh, that was well. It's his solo show, but okay. I don't think I don't think it didn't go there till the end. From what I believe. Like getting everybody to stand up, but he might be a bit of a dick. I've never well, met a guy. Sounds but... like it, doesn't it? Well, yeah, yeah. You know, whether you support it or not, putting people in that position very hard. Oh, I had a guy turn up once, a uh, lovely guy, but then towards the end of his set, he went on for about five minutes long and started lecturing people. He was talking about Middle Eastern affairs and stuff, and it, and it was actually fairly interesting, but not tonight, thanks. Not tonight. You're here to make people laugh, dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I could just sense the room just about to turn. It's a bit of an ego thing, isn't it? It's like I'm yeah. the I'm the bringer of this information, and you know I'm I'm going to present it to you. No, man. No, no. You're on the microphone to make people laugh. It's not all about you. It's all about you making people laugh. And it's then a they get thing. like a forced round of applause at the end because sometimes audiences are polite. And because if you make a strong political point that you can't maybe um, argue with, it might be a strong point. They're going to get a ripple of applause and feel like they've yeah. owned the room, but that's not necessarily the case yeah i've seen a lot of comedians have take the piss out of the government doing their party during covid yeah um i sort of think that's that's sort of satire in it yeah this is a different thing it can be a different yeah. thing. yeah because if it's a collective thing we are uh we've shared as an experience and can't deny is shithousery yeah then we're all going to be in that zone that's yeah, okay yeah, yeah. but but yeah, it's like yeah. You, you don't laugh about certain things. I mean, you don't bring it up in a comedy show. No, but let's have a big laugh about abortion. Yeah, you know, oh, no, 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 shit, Housery. I'm leaving it there. Thanks, mate. Talking like a twat in Loddon and Shedgrave. In brackets, the local bit. There we are. Um, <laughs> I've put the deli and all of our fantastically childish puns. Uh, so, for the listener, there's a deli opened in our uh, idyllic English market town in a building that used to be the toilets. It used to be the council toilet block. Yeah, and it's a lovely deli. The, the, it's uh, Well, I've not been in, but the pictures look nice. And we came up with uh, some some things and some comments on that, didn't we, Pablo? So, Kai's got a gig and he wanted a bit of material locally. And he said, what can we say about this place that used to be a toilet? Yes, we did. However, they did write one of their own. Oh, yeah. They said, thanks to everyone who supported us on our opening day, it was an amazing turnout. Oh, I see. Turnout. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an amazing turnout. Yeah, now, I yeah. thought, beautiful. I don't know if they realised what they'd said, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
It, where, are we, where are we going with it? It looks much bigger on the inside than the outside, like a turdis. Like a turdis. Yeah. I'll have that. Yeah. yeah that will go in. Um, I might go in if I'm feeling a bit flush. Um, so, for first prize for the best coffee shop in Loddon is Rosie Lee's. Second yeah. prize goes to Spoon Cake. Yeah. And third prize, it's the Dirty Deli. Yay! What's it actually called? I've forgotten now. Uh, just we, the we Loddon Deli. The Loddon Deli. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations, guys. Yeah. We, this is all in jest. Um, I ordered a takeaway and they said, well, give it ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, something about them serving chart couterie. They can serve the sandwiches and the bread is glory whole wheat. We're just going through the motions now, Kai. Yes, good timing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, how long have they been open? Uh, four days, 13 hours, 26 minutes. And I know because I've been keeping a log. <laughs> Yes, uh, they uh, they have a crash, Pablo. They are, do they? Yeah, so if you want to pop by and drop the kids off, yay! We should plop in sometime. <laughs> <laughs> the Promoter Mouths podcast with Kai Pablo. I've put midnight callers. What's this about? There was a gang of ne'er do wells. Running around the streets, trying people's front doors. Can I just say, we're doing this pod really late. It feels like a late night radio show. Half expecting some nutcase to come on and the through the headphones. We had a, load, we had a gang us. of fucking people coming around trying to rob people's houses. Did that actually happen? Yeah, yeah. There's people. They, they were. There was a gang of about five of them trying everyone's front doors and car doors. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah, and the police apparently caught up with them. What is this place coming to? They were just passing through. A couple of them escaped on the bus. <laughs> Did they? <laughs> That's a very Norfolk thing to do, isn't it? I've heard the phrase Nottingham knockers. What's yes. that? What's that? Do they come down knocking on your doors? Are they ex-cons? Yeah, and I think they come around and they say, oh, I've just come out of prison and I'm selling stuff. But whilst you're at the front door, somebody else is at the back door. While you're chatting to them, they're in nicking your handbag and stuff uh, through the back door. If your back door's open, be very careful, folks. Yeah. It's uh, it's, a, it's like uh, the Bronx out there. Yeah, yeah. Watch out for the knockers. Ched Bronx. The Chortle Comedy Awards. Oh, yeah. What's this? You, well, you can be nominated for um, the award for Best Club Night in a pub or a, a theatre, an art centre. Oh, I saw this. You're trying to blackmail your customers to vote for you. Did you vote for me? No. Why? For my open mic night. Oh, Don't I you want to, to see me beat? Martin Westgate as best open mic night. Get on it, Pablo. Oh, I'll have a look. Yeah. And then you, and you, you, you can ring up uh, agencies and say, do you know who I am? I'm an award-winning promoter. So that's what I want to do. But but I can't believe you wouldn't vote for me after I sent an email to you saying, oh, go and vote for It just looked a bit complicated. What, click on it, scroll down and put the name in? That's not complicated If for a mate. I clicked on it, scrolled down. Oh, yeah. I kept scrolling. You it. don't want to see me get successful, do you, and win prizes, Pablo? No, I do. I that don't you mind. don't do open mic no, nights and can't I be don't. included in. Get on it, mate. Send me the link again. Listen, right. the, a nomination would be great. I could say nominated, even. Nominated yeah. best open mic night for the Dirty Dozen. Do it, man. Pam Ford voted for me. Who is she? Yeah. Oh. So? I like Pam Ford. Who else? Who else voted? Other people said, done it. I don't know if they have, though. They'd just mm. say that, wouldn't they? 
Come on. Chop, maybe, chop. Maybe get the Erics to vote for you. I'll, I'll have a little vote, but my vote's not going to make much difference. It, it, that's how fucking Brexit happened, mate. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah. All right, Every I'll vote. vote matters. I'll vote. I'll Otherwise, vote. you know what's... Well, get Boris Westgate on in charge. Put it on a promote but mouse page. Get everyone to vote. Like Every, everyone. <laughs> get, literally. There's, there's, hundreds of, there's hundreds of people well, subscribed you, to that. True. <laughs> literally. True. It's in the hundreds. Come on, Pablo. I can win this. Opinion We got a big love, didn't we, for the uh, for, for your well, theme? One person liked it. So thank you. I got inundated by Thanks a comment du- from Double Barreled Vagina and yeah, Pie. We like that love. It's yeah. an instant classic, apparently. Should Dapper Laughs? Go on, you can read that bit. But no, it's in brackets, Pablo. We can't All change right. the rules now. <laughs> <laughs> I've just given you Daniel the- O'Reilly. Be forgiven. Yeah. To, to give the listeners who who are not aware, Dapper Laughs. Started as an open spot about 12 years ago, very quickly became very famous through a app called Vine. And um, his real name's Daniel O'Reilly. And Dapper Laughs was actually, which was, uh, this was missed on a lot of people, was actually a character. He said he he did different characters. And Dapper Laughs was was, supposed to be a, yeah, geezer type lad. I think sort of uh, Lee Nelson, but. I think the issue with Dapper Lass, he was just too convincing. He was one of the first viral stars, wasn't he? To yeah. do sort of face-to-camera pranks and, and gags and yeah, things. He had, a, he had about a million followers on Vine, that old app. And uh, and if you translate that to figures nowadays, if he, if he was doing that, and he was, he was, he was an outlier. And mm. So much so, they gave him a show on uh, BBC Two, a comedy programme. Then he was at a gig whilst the, the comedy show was like... In the course of being aired, he did a gig, and somebody shouted out something to him, a, a young girl. I, I wrote it down actually, I mean, just because I wanted to get this right. So some somebody shouted out to him. Bear in mind, he's a proper lad, right? And a girl shouts, "My mate loves you. She's gagging for a rape, right?" There's a young girl shouts this out, and he says, "There you go. She's gagging for a rape, right?" And every, the, the world moves on, except somebody cuts it. And it was a bit before we were talking about duct tape. They splice straight in to where he said, mm. there you go, she's... So he said, duct tape, something about duct tape. There you go, she's gagging for a rape. And then that then did for him, right? Yeah. The context was completely butchered out with the young girl sort of saying it. It's not, you know... Is there any? Is there any footage of it? In context, uh, you know, it's easy to say that. Yeah. Well, he said it on trigonometry. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't disbelieve him. But what he also said was, um, it, he thought he should take responsibility for. Now he's got a couple of young daughters. He he sees that he probably did go too far a little yeah. bit with his dapper laughs. But I think he should be forgiven because, as I say, he has grown up. He's got a family. He he does understand that what he said was wrong, but it was also just words. It was a, in inverted commas, joke. Yeah. Um, worse things have happened, and if you're going to hold that against somebody today, 
that they've done back then. They've not killed anyone. Exactly. I've got some other jokes here that that um, you know absolutely awful. Now maybe you know maybe he should uh, he should repent for this. Um, if only Africa had more mosquito nets, nets, then then every year we could save millions of mosquitoes from dying needlessly of AIDS. Mm. That's a bit. You know what I mean? Not sure whether we'll put that in. Yeah, hold mind, on. Mind you. you might do. Hold on, on. In 2009, on the number of number of amputee servicemen from the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, we are going to have a fucking good Paralympic Paralympic team in 2012. Right. Yeah. Okay. Not not great. It's, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Another one. Edge Lord again. People say dolphins are really intelligent. I think yeah, but only compared to the retarded kids we've got them swimming with. Okay. Mm. They but, say there's safety in numbers. Tell that to six million Jews. Okay. No? No. So do you, uh, do you still think he should be forgiven? Well, not for that. No? But there's the other three are no different to Ricky Gervais's recent Netflix special. The, the male gypsy moth can smell the female gypsy moth up to seven miles away. And that fact also works if you remove the word moth. Those jokes, Kai, were all Jimmy Carr jokes. Oh, right. So not dapper laughs. Right. He's not getting cancelled anytime soon. No. And he completely missed that bullet. Okay, so I why, see what you did there, yeah, Pablo. So, so why did Daniel O'Reilly get cancelled? Just for saying that. And have it out of context. But if he, if he was... Well done, Pablo, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Yep. Um... You, mm. you can see the injustice there. Yeah, one of the stories he said he got into a fight in a club recently, mm. and uh, he does boxing now to yeah. sort of uh, vent his frustrations. And he got into a fight. Well, to keep himself disciplined, he says. Because one uh, one bloke they they started goading him or whatever about his boxing, and one bloke came up to him and said, "Can you recommend a gym for my son?" And he said, "Yeah, Jimmy Savile." That's right. And, That's and then the bloke hit him, and then <laughs> and he hit the bloke back. Yeah, yeah. That's quite funny. But that but is funny, whichever but, way you look at but it. But his, his journey is definitely worth listening to on uh, on on that trigonometry because he basically he, he describes how he was, and he sort of he went on and apologised after he got sacked. After he got sacked from the BBC and he supposedly got cancelled, he went on a news night with a turtleneck jumper on to sort of distinguish himself from the dapper laughs. Yeah. And apologise. Said, yeah, I've been a bit out of order. And then he's, he's now looking back at it and thinking, that's the worst thing I could have, I could have ever done. It didn't do me any good. No. And actually, I was having a little bit of laugh. It didn't come from a bad place. Other people were, you know, he didn't say this, but I'm saying it. Other people were saying much worse things. Frankie Boyle. Yeah. Um, Katie Price's son, the autistic lad. Yeah, he was he was pretty fucking out of order was, for that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. So uh, yes, I think Dapper laughs. He's grown up. I think everyone. It's not about giving a second chance. I think it's about him taking ownership over what he's done in the past and moving forward. And I think as he as he moves forward, I think uh, fair play to him. And he's doing it the right way. He's being honest. I think that's all you can be. The, the other observation I'd quite like to make. If, if I can indulge myself a little bit more, whenever there's a new uh, a new uh, discussion taking place um, about an issue across society, when it first becomes an issue, nuance is absolutely fucking lost. It's completely tribal at first, and his issue was that he was one of the first, and he was right on the edge of this, and then. <laughs> 
at the time, it was all about, oh, patriarchy, men should respect women. And he, he was called was it, an almanac for rape culture, somebody called him, mm. and that kind of stuck with him. And then he, his tour got cancelled and all of that. So it, there was no nuance. People just went, whoa, right. yeah. horrible, horrible man, oh, let's sack him. But, like, you know... And at the time, he didn't quite realise what was going on. And if you, and it, it, it lost him everything. Since then, we've had Ricky Gervais banging on about uh, how we should be able to joke about stuff, but there was nobody saying that at the time because no. it was, you know... Yeah, he lost him absolutely everything, yeah. Yeah, he ended up losing his house and everything because uh, it, it, all his income streams were cut yeah. off. You yeah. know, I think he was kicked off Vine, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, I don't well, think he was kicked uh, off Vine. No, I, I think, think Vine that. actually ended, but he yeah, didn't... Yeah, Vine he, ended, but... Yeah. Um, I think he's still being creative but now, which is the Jimmy Carr point is absolutely spot on, and he's getting away with it. Yeah, and making a lot out of it. I think we've got to be consistent if we're gonna if we're gonna yeah be pulling comedians up on stuff. Yeah, and you can't just pick one because you like them, and the other one just because they're successful is I'm, immune. I think you just leave it, leave them alone. I think it gen, gen, genuinely gets popular to sort of round up on someone. Do you know? Do you remember being a kid in a school playground? Every now and then the kids would round up on another kid and it was a bit nasty. You just moved around, didn't that, it? That's exactly what fucking happens. Yeah. That's what happens. I think the the one thing Ricky Gervais says is, you know, people say, well, that's offensive. And no, you're offended by that is a very different... Different thing, isn't it? Different thing. You know, you can't be offended on behalf of everyone. Uh, and sadly, it ends up, social media as it is, it ends up with people being offended who are just offended by the idea that they've heard yeah. um, that it even happened. And then suddenly you've got a million people, whereas only actually 100 people saw it. You've got a million people who absolutely are livid about it. To be fair to Daniel O'Reilly, he has taken responsibility now for parts of his act, What part of his humour back then. It, it, there was a bit where he said that he had a, he had a vine where a Vine is like a short video. It's a bit like TikTok, right? Yes, but, yeah. but ye olde TikTok, right? And there was a, a young lady who was an actor walking down the street, and he walked up to her and said, excuse me, love, can I smell your fanny? And she looked at him and said, no, you certainly can't. And he said, that must be your breath then, right? Yeah. Yeah? Um, and he said, at the time, it was supposed to be a bit edgy and a bit, it was supposed to be funny. But he said, in hindsight, I probably shouldn't have done it because if I've got like a million listeners, a million watchers, some of those people are just going to think that's how to behave and rather they, than they, seeing the fact that it's it, it's it's supposed to be a joke and, and, it, and it's make-believe. It did lead to that sort yeah. of behaviour. And, and he says he, he regrets that aspect of it. You know, people saw that on the building site and the next thing they were doing was shouting it across the road to yeah. the, or whatever. Um, it is laddish behaviour. We're out of that sort of lad Bible. No, what was it? What was the lad magazine? Remember that? Yeah, yeah. And those, yeah. Um, those lo- loaded and all loaded. That. Yeah. Nice point, well made. Dapper laughs or Daniel O'Reilly. Yeah, welcome back. I think you. Yeah, you're yeah. on tour. Try and stay off the bag, mate. Would you book him? Uh, Would you book a? I'd have to see his act in its entirety. What it is now? Do you think he'll get tired of being Daniel O'Reilly? A.K.A. Dapper Laughs. Funny thing, you know, I mean, Simon Bodkin, I think that's why Simon Bodkin really dropped uh, Lee Nelson. Yeah. Yeah. 
Definitely. You, you know what I mean? He, he managed he, to he, jump he, before he, he was pushed. He could see the zeitgeist was changing. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. I, um, he probably started sensing it in the audience. He was probably getting more complaints from venues. You he, never know. He, he, he says he wanted just to do, he wanted the freedom of just being himself. He did. I tried to book him once, as I wanted Lee Nelson, though. I didn't, yeah. I didn't want Simon Brodkin. Yeah. It didn't really work out. Well, his, his, his profile's getting bigger and bigger than Simon Brodkin. Well, it though. is now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it took a few years to shake it. But yeah. Nice. Let's move on. Plugging any gigs, Pablo? Yes. Yes, I am. Uh, I won't bother with the uh, 8th of March because they're both sold out. What, the Gary Delaney gig? Yeah. In Setford and in Southwell. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Did you uh, sell that little single seat? Yeah, it's cool. Somebody bought it. Yes. Yeah, yes. Know, yes, mate. So they're both sold out. Um... Uh, 5th of April, Southwold Art Centre, Sean Walsh headlines, Saul Bernstein, Gavin Webster and Cameron Bailey MCs. Same lineup with a different MC, same night at Sackford Theatre, Woodbridge, yep. um, and Ben van der Velde. Brilliant, Ben. Have you seen Ben? No, I haven't. Yeah, no, no he's, a, he's a storming MC. You have to have a look at him. Um, I'm sure he does a storming straight set as well, but uh, uh, i it for MC and he Very good. bosses it. Um, just one, one more. So, 26th of April, Lord Kitchen is in lower stuff. Joey Page, Adam Bloom, and local boy Scott Adams. Well done, uh, Joey Page and Adam Bloom. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Might might be another addition to that yet, but we need to talk about that. Awesome. Um, Over to you, Kai. Well, I've got the 26th of April on that same same night with Joey Page and Adam Bloom. Yes, it's amazing cooperation. Got my little black book out. Yeah, that was a good call. Yeah, well, well done, we nearly mate, got yeah. Ian Stone for that. I yeah. think we'll do that next time. That'd be nice. um, that would be very nice. Okay, I've got a few coming out. I've got, got February the 23rd of February in Beckles. I've got Roger Monkhouse. Yes. Oh, hello, guy. Hello, hello, Roger. And Ricky Bolshaw. Ooh. Now I'm billing that as pretty much a, it's like a comedy store lineup. That really, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, Ricky's signed to the comedy store. Roger Monkhouse is a comedy store stalwart. Yeah, Friday the first of March in Chedgrave, I've got Joey Page and Ricky Bolshaw, and the second I've got uh, Sol Bernstein and Chris Norton Walker and Louis McLean in Wingfield. Mm-hmm. Um, lovely stuff. <laughs> That's the end of this podcast, there's Pablo. A, there's a contrition bit. Very briefly, sorry about the late Patreon episodes, but there's loads in there. Loads they're not there. late. They're not late. Fashionably late. Fashionably. Yes. Thanks, listeners. And Patreons. And Kai. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash promotermouths.